to Chiara Prada, the podcast. This is the space for ambitious women that are spiritual, on a bigger mission. They want to get their voice out there into the world with purpose, making a whole lot of money while doing so and leading a business that not only nourishes your soul, but your bank account alike. I'm so excited to have you on here today. Welcome and have so much fun diving into these interesting guests, conversations that we are having, activating your next level of expansion in your mind, being and business. So let's go. Welcome, my love, to another episode of Chiara Prada, the podcast. I actually want to thank you for being so patient with me to allow me all the space and to keep on listening to my podcast, even though I haven't uploaded a new episode in the last few weeks. I really just needed to pause it for a second and to really reiterate what I'm doing, why I'm doing it and really ground myself back into my mission and into my authentic and true voice and what I want to be, who I want to be, what I want to be leaving in this world. So I really want to share that with you because I want to normalize that. Um, a client of mine has called it the sacred pause today and it is really this space, this spaciousness that sometimes we just need to allow ourselves instead of run and run and run and create and produce from an anxiousness because we have the fear that we won't be relevant anymore or because we believe our success depends on it. But the truth is when we come from this space of tension and anxiousness, we really repel all of the results we know we're capable of. And we really just like kind of like shut off the, the the flow of what can actually flow through us and the abundance that we know we want to experience. So sometimes it can be more productive and more effective to just take a pause and reconnect with yourself, reconnect to your body, which is what we're going to dive into in today's episode and really ground yourself back into who you are, into what your mission is and not what everybody else is telling you. So before we dive into today's episode with Brianna, such a beautiful woman doing such an important work of embodiment, we have dropped so many big wisdom bombs in here. I'm so excited for you to hear that, especially if you're an entrepreneur struggling with all the shoulds and tension and all the shadow work and just keeping up with all the things that unfold within us while we create our own business and scale it. 
this episode will be such a gem for you. And before we drop into that, I just wanted to touch on something that I have been doing and that's taking a break from social media. I took a 10 day break from Instagram and from creating podcasts, from creating anything at all in my business and just take the space to connect back to myself. And Brianna is going to share some tools and techniques, how you can do that as well. We're going to dive deep into dance as well. Juicy one. And I really allowed myself this space to get back into understanding where I want to go, where I want to lead my business to, and take away all the influence, take away all the shoulds and all the rules and really ground into what feels alive, what feels good, what feels expensive. So if you're feeling an itch, if you're feeling tensed, if you're feeling stressed out, if you're feeling burned out and anxious in your business right now, Brianna is going to take you on the journey about that as well. It is really important for you to take a step back and reiterate where you're coming from and really alchemize the energy that you are in because we haven't signed up for that. Like we're not creating our own business to enter another kind of hustle culture, right? So it is really the structures is important, the strategies are important, the consistency is important. And at the same time, all of these things, as we will also talk about in today's episode, are just a vehicle. They are just a tool for you to bring your mission forward, but you are the fuel, you're the motor of it all. So really allow yourself to tend to yourself, to tend to your energy, to alchemize the tensions and where you're not feeling good and come from a place of spaciousness. Allow yourself to be your own sovereign leader rather than following the rule books and the shoulds. So without any further ado, I'm so excited for you to meet Brianna today and I am so excited for you to listen all the way through this episode. I'm sending you a big, big hug, get comfy, get comfortable and really just open yourself up to fully immerse yourself into this gem of an episode. I love you. Hello, Brianna, to this podcast. I'm honestly so excited about this conversation and honored to have you on here. I feel like we wanted to do this podcast episode before and I know like I asked you to reschedule it and you allowed me to do that and then just things didn't work out and I know exactly that it is for a reason because the topic that we're going to talk about today is actually something that just came up a couple of days ago I believe so mm-hmm. I'm very excited and honored to have you on here um, let our audience know who you are what you're doing and what your mission is Mm, thank you so much for having me. I know we did try to schedule it a couple times, but I'm happy that this new idea and topic came to us. And yeah, for kind of what I do and my mission more or less is really helping women liberate all parts of themselves so that they can feel empowered and in their power, in their body and free really like in all aspects of their life, just feeling free and open to do what they want to do and came here to do. 
Mm, I love that. That even feels so free in my body when you say that. <laughs> and I know you work a lot with the body, right? So how that's actually one of the reasons I I reached out to you because you have this very natural and connected um, authenticity that you share. And I believe it is through the work of your body that you stepped into that power. So can you share a little bit about how you actually like what you're doing with the body? Because if someone never like heard about you, like what is she talking about? What are you doing with the body and how did you actually come to work in this environment? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think something a lot of people, especially feminine, feminine humans get kind of caught up in is how do I actually involve the body? Because it's not taught. It's very go, go, go and do things this way to be successful. And a lot of times that means cutting off your body, cutting off your emotions, cutting off the bits of you that actually are your greatest gifts that you came here to share. So how I got into it was I have always been very sensitive hearted, very big feeling emotional kind of being. And that wasn't really widely accepted. And in many cases it was very rejected. And I kind of went through this process of realizing I wasn't going to accept like the rejection anymore for those parts of me. And that led me to kind of creating my own rituals. And I had no, no idea what I was in time, right? Like I didn't have labels or the word embodiment or emotional alchemy. I was just doing my thing of returning back to my body and feeling the things that needed to be felt and the parts and bits that were shamed and bringing those to light. And then that's kind of how I transitioned more and more into embodiment as a modality of healing for for myself for and bringing that out into the world because I really didn't, um, I didn't stumble upon it. Like I'm going to go into embodiment. Like this is going to be my thing. I kind of just stumbled into this world of alchemizing my deep emotions and then realized what that was and the medicine that that offered me in my own and then coming into embodiment from that space. I love that so much. And I think that oftentimes it's this kind of like naivety, like that we don't even know that it exists, that allows mm -hmm. us to find our own path in it. Um, because one thing we were talking about that we wanted to dive into is basically like using these modalities in your business as well. And just a conversation we had right before hitting record is that so many of us get into business with this idea of how we have to do it. And then it's more difficult to actually find our own lane. So I feel like sometimes I honestly, like, I feel like if I would have learned all the things I would be doing, have, have been able, would have been able to do it my way right from the beginning. So it's so beautiful that you're, we're able to tap into this beautiful modality that you are teaching almost intuitively, right? Like discovering this, this path of yours naturally. Uh, how, like, what do you believe that that has shifted for you in your life? Oh gosh. Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> how to interact with family members enhancing those relationships that weren't like so good growing up or dynamics and friendships or how I showed up in romantic relationships or how I showed up for myself. 
all like it literally impacted every facet of my life. Um, relationships being the biggest one. Um, I think for most people, family, friends, romantic, anything Mm. like that, it directly enhanced all of those relationships and the relationship with myself, which is what came first, which allowed me to give, you know, more of who I truly am out. And it really is that like, stumbling into yourself by accident, almost (laughs) like a remembrance process where you truly return because we aren't taught that it's just not taught in, you know, the Western society or in more modern cultures. Now it's just not a thing that occurs is how to tune into your body, how to listen to those messages. What are your gifts that only you possess? And how do you give that to your community? Right. And the, I think pivotal point from, being more masculine overdrive and like taking what you see everyone else doing as like your way to do life too into how can I actually bring more of myself into everything yes the way like what I experienced in that because I'm I come from a yoga background so I also have been working a lot with like body and just feeling what is going on like being the observer you know and I feel especially when you're just starting out and you're like, I want to get into my body and I want to feel, I want to feel what I have. And usually we go there because we want to know our strengths. We want to know what we're good at. We want to be this shiny, radiant person that we know we can be because there's other people portraying us. We can be that. And then Mm -hmm. what happens, let me know if that is something you experience in yourself and in your clients as well, is that usually it's like, you have to face all of these shadows first before you can get to the light. So there's so much resistance and so much pain oftentimes coming up because we need to dig through that first. So how do you, when someone is just starting with like getting into their body and all of a sudden they feel all this darkness Mm -hmm. coming up, what would you tell them to keep going on their path? Because a lot of times I I see that in clients and friends, they're telling me like, but I'm not experiencing the peace. I'm not experiencing the joy. I'm not experiencing the freedom. So I'm not going to keep on doing that. So what are your tips for transitioning this kind of like shadow time? Yeah, that's a really good one to bring up because when someone has lived out of their body for so long and they've been more numb and disassociated or disconnected and they start human or somatic work and they actually return back to living inside themselves, a lot of repressed things or suppressed things can come up. And one thing that I always preface everything with a new client is all of the ugly mess, dark shadow bits are so welcoming here and that they are so necessary to integrating all of who you are back in. And then from there, you can actually become more embodied in who you are. If you just want like peace and joy and abundance and freedom and the light um, without the other side, that's going to be a really rocky journey um, and rude awakening into that that's not real. Um, so yeah, and just normalizing that everyone has shadow and the darkness isn't bad. That's another thing we weren't taught or shown is that what, like, why is that shadow side so bad? Why is that so rejected? Um, so I challenge that in all, all my clients and when they can bring intimacy into their shadow side, 
um, a whole new world of self-love and empowerment really opens. And then it might not be freedom or joy right away, but there might be more pleasure when they cry, or there might be more beauty when they look at a flower. So it's these little things we can start to taste um, in our senses that enhance our world experience. So coming back to that at all times to stay focused and grounded with where we're going. Oh, yeah. I like, especially being an entrepreneur, I mean, we're facing our shadows every single day. There is these doubts and fears and anxiety coming up every single day at every single stage of the business really that we're in. So for me, it has been such a game changer in my life and my business to be able to see the dark sides. Like it's not even dark. They are not bad. It's just a part of us that we reject and to see it and allow it to be there without judgment. I think that like really understanding that we only consider it a bad thing because we judge it to be bad. And we take when we take away the judgment, the thing is not bad anymore. It just is. And when it just is, we can take kind of like a step back from it and it doesn't have the power over us anymore. And we can just release whatever that thing is, like the self-doubt, the self-judgment, whatever mm-hmm. It is that we're going through. So how has you, have you included that as an entrepreneur on your journey? Like, I'm sure that as everybody else in this space, like when we're starting out, there are so many things coming up. So how have you transitioned those storms, those dark times through your embodiment work? Mm. Well, never avoid it. When I feel something coming up, and it will always, um, a big part of the conversation is developing the skills and the emotional intelligence and the tools to be able to meet yourself in those ways, right? Because otherwise, if you're not equipped, it can feel, you can feel really rocked by it and confused and not able to come out more clearly on the other side. But because of how I have integrated my body to lead that work, I always come out more clear, more connected to myself and more devoted to who I am, who I'm showing up as and like what I'm doing in the world as well. So I feel like getting into the body is is just the number one thing you can do when you're meeting shadow parts, when you're doing deep seated, you know, know, some conscious belief work is to do it all through the body because you're going to meet a lot more of yourself that way. And the kind of parts that you're craving to meet as well. Yeah. And I so resonated with what you said that never avoid it, like always go right into it because those shadows where we try to run away, they just get bigger and they'll haunt us if we don't like work through them. So if someone, like I can just imagine for us, it's so obvious, like what it means to get into body, like doing the whole thing, getting it out there, working through. But for someone that's listening and they're like, girls, what are you talking about? So mm-hmm. what does it mean to get into your body? What does it mean to live outside of your body? And what does it mean to be in your body and how you get there? Mm. So what it means to be in your body is to be so attuned and connected to your body's signals and messages. What those can look like is feeling a contraction in your, in your stomach or feeling a flutter, you know, kind of in between your rib cage 
or feeling a weight release from your neck or your chest. So those are all sensations you would be aware of and pick up if you do live in your body. If you are disassociated or disconnected from your body, you might experience more numbness or less emotional connection to yourself, which means when you go through things or any life personal things happen, uh, you might go more into behaviors or actions that keep you distracted from acknowledging, accepting, and feeling what has happened. So that would be a good sign that you are living disconnected from your body. And it's not black and white at all. You can be super connected living in your body, have a minute where you're disconnected, notice, reconnect, right? You can, they can go in hour chunks day to day. Um, and it's just a continual practice of returning to that body connection and staying really clear in your own connection to your body. Yes. Totally. Like I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. For me, this is like this awareness around, um, allowing my body the space to actually be felt like when I feel when somebody's talking to me now, because I've been doing a lot of that work myself. And when somebody's talking to me and like my body, like, like if you could see the video recording of this podcast right now, like, like really like closing down, feeling tense. I know this is a signal that Mm -hmm something is off here rather than when my body feels like expansive. I know, okay, I can trust that. And I believe, and I would love to hear your opinion on that because I believe that our, like we as a, the consciousness that we have. So the, the, the identity that we have, the persona we perceive ourselves as. So like me, Chiara, you, Brianna, um, we sometimes like everything that we perceive, we perceive through these filters. So there is always a judgment. There's always the past experiences, traumas, fears, projections going on. So oftentimes when we hear something, we might be like, oh yeah, like that's, I need to do that because X, Y, Z, but our body for me, and that's where I would love your opinion on is that it's more like an expression of our subconsciousness. So our subconsciousness is much more pure and pristine and it doesn't have obviously like everything is stored in there, but it is such a clear channel for really perceiving what is well for us and what is not serving us. So does that like, is that what the body sensations are about for you? You know, like when you're talking about body-based business, which we're going to dive deeper into as well, but um, is that what you're what your perception is of the body too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So the body is the subconscious and unconscious mind. So where it's, you have trauma or old identities or limiting beliefs or any of these things, they'll actually pick a spot in the body to live and attach to. So then we create these nervous system holds or cell holds, which creates a pattern which then we get into like locked identities, which makes it harder to shift them. So when I work with client or one-on-one, it is always navigating the body and doing mindset work through the body. Because if we're just kind of keeping it to paper or affirmations, that's amazing work. However, if there's trauma, affirmations won't land. They will not do anything. Um, mindset work will be hard pressed to last past the high of the session or the workshop or whatever it is. When you get into the body, let's say you run into an old identity that is inhibiting you from reaching your next level. 
you can learn through, you know, doing embodiment work and somatic work, how to meet that, feel it, shift it, and then alchemize it into an upgraded identity. That's so interesting because when I was in India studying yoga, we learned actually um, like yogic, somatic, psychotherapy. And what we've been going through a lot, like yoga is coming obviously like from the chakra systems and prana, which is life force. So um, what we learned is to that these, as you said, like those knots that are created through traumas and yoga, they're also perceived as like pranic knots where the energy cannot flow anymore and it keeps us stuck there. So the goal is always to like loosen them up. It's, I always compare it to a water hose. Like when there is a knot in the water hose, there is no water actually being able to flow through. But when we release that knot, we actually get access to this whole beautiful energy that we have available to us. And I love how, like, when you just said that it's like the same image that I learned from such a different, it's not that different the approach, obviously, but from a different culture for sure, which is from India yoga. And, um, I think that like to when we meet those old identities of us, it's so important to understand that we are not them. So when we when we face those knots, it's like, okay, there is something happening, but it's not me. I can release that, right? So I can go in and learn, which you're you're doing so beautifully with your clients, is learn to open that up. And I'd love for touch for you to touch on why this is so important for, especially in business. So I know that you started out in your business as well with this really strategic masculine approach. And I, I, I really love for you to share with our audience why this deep inner work and the releasing of these knots and facing your old identities, the shoulds and the rules to then overcome and step deeper into your body in your business as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that the way you described kind of the hose and the knot blocking life force energy is exactly on point and what it is releasing that, that hold or not to let that life force really flow because when you feel that you know it and it just feels more like you right more like the little kid version of you who's so enamored with life that's kind of like a taste of what it is and yeah well so when I started my journey a couple of years ago it was very much like do this then this then this I was like okay I'm gonna do this then this then this and that's gonna be the way and I'll get clients that way I'll market this way and I'll do launches this way and that very quickly became so not fun for me to do. I would go through these like almost like sick waves. Like my body would get sick, like minor little colds because it was so not aligned to how my body would operate. So I was feeling burnt out and hustling and getting little colds and then not wanting to do it the way like I should do in quotes, you know? And over time, over going through a couple different business programs that did help a lot with structure and strategy, there was a big conversation that was left out of genetics and the body, which if you are someone who is here in a service-based business, and especially if you are identifying with a feminine being, your heart is really what guides you. Your body is what guides you. And if that's not leading, it's going to feel 
like it's sucking life away from you versus life giving. I can so relate to that. Like this is something that I've been like the first year in my business. I was also like, I have to do all these things. I have to have the funnel. I have to have the right strategy. I have to have all these freaking things. And not like, I didn't sign a single client because I, I did all the freaking things, but I know now it's been the biggest gift for me because I, it allowed me to shift the way that I was doing things because I was in the same space as you are. Like I felt burnt out. I was a new mother to my daughter who was a few months old and I was working until like 3 a.m. and then waking up at 6 a.m. with her and then being grumpy the whole day because I was so stressed out. I was just like, this is not how it's supposed to be like going. This is not what I want to create, right? Mm-hmm. And there's such a huge relearning process that I'm so passionate about in this industry that's also why I wanted to have this conversation with you because I know we come from a similar point here is that like we need to learn how to lead our business in a way that feels good to us giving ourselves the permission to be fully as we are and simplifying things because the strategy and the structure I believe we need to have it so that our feminine can kind of feel safe and flow in it so we do need to have some kind of but for me, uh, some kind of like structures and uh, like a house that we can dance and move in. But then this is only the catalyzer. This is only the vehicle, but we are the ones sitting in the vehicle and we need to be there with our full pleasure and joy and, you know, like the full presence of who we are. So how did you move into that? Because now when I see you, like your reels, I love it. It's so connected, so pleasurable. It's so, you know, like juicy and so authentic. It's not that this kind of like shiny thing that so many people are putting up, but it's really a, this is what I am. And I am like, my presence is what is basically impactful. And I love that. So how did you move into that? Mm, I agree with you in the sense that structure are absolutely essential to running a business. And what I transitioned into was how can I make them feel actually so good for my body and nourishing to support my body and my business. And it became kind of fun to design you know, however it might be the, the sequencing of courses or how they're built or how they're designed and keeping it simple in a way that feels easy and pleasurable. Anytime it's like, this is so hard. I feel like I'm going uphill. I'm like, oh, okay, well, what would be the most pleasurable way to deliver this or do this? I'm like, oh, light bulb, <laughs> obviously this way. And it's simple and easy and I can get it done very quickly. And I think that's a really good sign to determine whether it is aligned to you or not, because usually if it is actually aligned to your energetic field and what's true for you to be giving, it will feel fun and enjoyable. Like the reels I posted, like you mentioned, those are fun and playful for me to engage my energy with. And there's, there's types of marketing or different things that I've tried. And I'm just like, "Mm -mm, nope. I don't like this. This is not where my energy belongs. So I don't do those, you know, and I focus on what actually feels good and alive and fun for me because people will just feel that. 
For sure. And this is such an important point. And I feel like people are listening over this. Like they don't actually like take this in because mm. they don't understand that it really gets to be easy. It really gets to be pleasurable. And they're just like, oh yeah, this is something that can happen once I have X, Y, Z in place. But no, it's something that can happen from right now <laughs> it's just that yeah. you have to give yourself that permission for it to be like that and for me this happened like the moment I released and I was like not doing this anymore a high ticket client came flying like miraculously you know like from a space where I didn't even know a client could come in from so I'm I, I really that was just a beautiful like reaffirmation of what these teachings are really capable of doing that it gets to be pleasurable because as you said when it is pleasurable, when it is fun, we show up with a radiant energy. People feel that. And nowadays, it's not about looking professional anymore. Like there's billions or thousands of coaches out there. We don't want to have like this super perfectionized character anymore. We want the radiance. We want to feel the human. So it's so important to be able to give yourself the permission to show up in this way and to toss out the rule books that keep you from there. And I know there's a lot of limiting beliefs coming up, at least for me, there were, and I know for my clients, they are coming up when you actually step into that, creating from that pleasure place. So what were one of these things that you went through or you lead your clients through when they actually take the step from, I need to lead my business this way, and then stepping into, I'm leading it the way that feels good to me. So what were some of these internal mm -hmm. noises that you worked through? Yeah. So one, um, one thing that's popping in my head right now is actually a past client of mine who was so amazing to work with. And she was kicking off her business in the art world. And she was feeling really open in the masculine with everything she needed to get done. There was very strict deadlines and there was no fun or joy or pleasure that she even had space to feel or tap into because one part of her was just so, this is how it is. And a really fun process we went through was having her kind of come into this space in her head and her body and asking herself, what would be the most fun way to do this? How can I, I bring this. the most like creative juice into this process? And the process was finishing up her website by that night. So she felt really stuck and confused and like, going back and forth at how to do it and what to do here and blah, 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 right? All these little details. And as soon as we brought in some more feminine creative energy, she wanted to light some candles and make like mood lighting and turn on a beautiful playlist and make her favorite drink. And she got it all done in barely any time. She was like, she's so surprised with how quick it was and everything was up and running. And it was so interesting because it went from dreading it to something she had to do and needed to do for the business, dreading it into just like loving and enjoying that process in itself. So with that one, it was very simple of just a simple reframe of what actually would be enticing for your body. How can you turn your body on to this moment? And then create the space, right? Which is the masculine coming in to set the container for the feminine to fully just blast it open with her energy. 
I love that so, so much because this is showing that nothing has really changed, right? Like the situation was the same. She had to get that website done by the night and nothing had changed. Just the approach she did change and that changed everything. Mm -hmm. And I know like, you know, come from an NLP background as well. So like the subconsciousness, it's all about how you perceive things, the filters that Mm -hmm. you have on, which are creating your reality. Like not only like in spiritual sense, like we're creators of our own reality, but like really hands down science, the subconscious mind is doing that. So um, I really love that. And I think that is so powerful for everyone that is starting their business or leading their business forward into more scaling. When we release this tension of like, oh, I need to get all these things done, but make it fun. Like I also like, I just, I have candles here. I just lit some incense, you know, and like adding some dance to your day and doing all these things that make you feel free and enjoy the process you will get your stuff done so much faster, so much more efficiently with so much more quality Mm -hmm. by releasing the tension of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. I did the same right before the call to burning something, dancing, setting up the space. Right. It might take a little extra work or extra thought, of course, because you're giving more energy, but once you do, you also receive more energy. And that's yeah. what you get to feel, right? Through what you're giving to. Yeah. And I actually feel like it's not even giving more energy. It's just giving myself the permission to take energy from this whole like headspace, getting like tensed up and worrying. And you're sending so much energy in there rather than that, like taking some of that, pouring it into someone else, which is then pouring back to you. Because when you are in this flow, everything starts flowing that's the beauty of our universe (laughs) so I know you do use a lot of dance well I see that on your your Instagram stories and I know my clients resonate with that a lot and I love that so how can you how do you use dance in a conscious way to connect deeper to your body Mm, that's a really beautiful question For me, when I dance, and of course I have just like free form, like we're just dancing, having fun, enjoying life, flowing with the pleasure, right? There's that kind of dance. And then there's embodiment type of dance. And embodiment type of dance is a form of expression of what is real in your heart and your body. You might not even know what it is until you begin a practice. So it can look like turning on a specific playlist. Let's say, you know, the type of emotion you're kind of feeling in an undercurrent in your body. So you turn on a playlist to kind of enhance that emotion in your body. As you step into your practice, you practice expressing that, revealing your heart in that space, you seeing yourself and being seen through there. What happens is the alchemy. So you might shake, sound, cry, maybe feel joy, really good in your body, free, whatever it might be. And in the practice, right, you might cycle through all of those in a minute or two because you don't know what's going to come up. And I use dance as a lens of embodiment to let anything you're holding or storing in your heart be freed from your body so that again, you can be returned into yourself. 
And how do you hold space for all these things to come up? Because I can imagine people feel like stupid and like, what the heck is going on here? So like, how do you hold the space for all of these things to come up? In my own personal practice? Yeah. And also what you would share someone that is struggling with that. Yeah. So for my own personal practice, how I'm able to be with all of that is really widening my capacity to feel and my capacity of my nervous system to hold the depth and amount of energy that's surging and moving through my body, which is just a practice and a skill, just like, you know, you're trying to build a certain muscle, like get bigger biceps. I don't know. And you need to obviously work up to where you want to be. Same thing, start small, be patient, be generous with yourself, keep coming back to your practice. And it is very helpful to be working with someone in this space because when I work with clients in my programs, um, they have guided embodiment practices. So they don't need to worry, can I hold all this? Can I really go there? Because I'm there leading them, leading their bodies through this process. Um, as well as showing them through video, that process. One thing my clients really love is, um, you know, there's videos of me doing the practice they're about to do and they can feel this feedback I've gotten that they can feel like they're doing it with me. Like I'm there in the room, me being there in the room. So they feel safe enough to go into all those avenues. Oh, I love that because it, this is a tool, like this is so powerful for, to really explore these deeper depths of your being. For me, dance has been such a, like it has been with me all my life. And when I was like a few years back, my wild years living in Berlin, doing like mushrooms and drugs and all these things, I explored dance because there's a lot of techno going on there. So I explored dance from this perspective and I'm like, not at all advising anyone to go this lane. I just know for me, it opened <laughs> up some really like new layers of my being that I can now access without any substance. I just know that this depth, 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 mm -hmm. depth is there um, of my being that when I, like, when I start to dance, it's also for me, this like, just releasing into this space that is beyond our thoughts. That is like in this liminal void almost and really see what comes up there. Because one thing also as a entrepreneur, when we envision ourselves to like move to the next level, to expand, to have more impact and all these things, all these limiting beliefs come up, the doubts, the judgments, it's normal. It's just something that Like I always say, the goal is never to get rid of them, but to know how to work through them, not be hindered by them anymore. So for me, dance has been one of the most powerful modalities personally to allow myself to tap into that essence beneath the thought and be like, okay, like all this, all this doubt it's going on, but I am more than that and grounding myself into the mission of what I'm here to do and really stepping into being in service for your people. So kind of circling back, I want to go a little bit more into mindset of like the, I know, like, I totally agree with what you said earlier. It's like, when we do the affirmations, mm. it's very surface level. It's like, it's not doing the real work because it's, for me, it's kind of like putting a bandaid over something. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so 
when you move into that, when you, when I'm just trying to feel into, I, I work with some um, women yesterday who feel really like they have to do all these things in their business. They feel stuck in it. And someone that is stepping into giving themselves a permission to be more pleasurable, to be more fun in their business. What were, like, do you have some actual like limiting reliefs that you've been working through just for, like the reason I'm asking this is because I know that when women go through it, sometimes we just need to hear that there's other women struggling with the same limiting beliefs and that we can definitely get over them and maybe give some advice of how you reframe those limiting beliefs. Like, were you scared of not signing clients or like, were there some mindset things going on for you? Yeah, um, absolutely. In the beginning, the most prevalent ones were, I'm not smart enough to run a business. I'm not capable or good enough or other people are going to be funnier or better or more successful than me, right? Those were kind of like the main ones um, that I worked with and how your body would be, you know, when you're with a client, like the women you were with yesterday, taking that thought or belief and seeing how it wants to move in the body and then moving as that thought, how does the you that's not good enough move in her body? Are the shapes and movements rigid and confined? And do you feel to the ground? Are you hunched over? Or like, what is that presenting in the body? From there, when you you hit the root, there's a very pivotal point. You'll feel this when you hit the root with presence and this like love and acceptance, something starts to alchemize very, very naturally. And it becomes less intense. And suddenly you don't identify with that anymore. And suddenly you realize it's not you. And you kind of come into this new type of shape and movement in your body where you realize you actually are good enough and you are fully capable and empowered enough and powerful to make anything you want happen. And then you move as that. And then that becomes the new energy that becomes a new layer of your identity. And that challenges limiting belief that we began with has now found a different lighter hold in the body. And so you keep coming back to that and working it and working it until it's something new. Wow. Like the way you just described that goosebumps all over my body. (laughs) This is so powerful. Wow. I love that. So how can women right now work with you on that? What is it that you're right now offering? How can they opt into? I know you have a launch coming up. So tell us all about that, how women can work with you and shift their lives and businesses in that way. Yeah, absolutely. So My number one signature mastermind container is called Mind and Matter Alchemy. And that one is going to be the embodiment home to go through all of the subconscious, leavening beliefs, energetic holds and patterns to upgrade every single thing so that you are fully expressing who you really are and showing up as the most powerful version of you and really unleashing that to the world and feeling that potential. And then from there, we have body-based business, which is the embodiment home specifically for your business and how to tune into the signals and messages to create offers, to decide the details very quickly without second guessing or needing external validation and letting your own guidance come all the way through so that you transition more into a body 
led. So it's actually life-giving and from there amplifies the mission and the message and vision more to the world. One thing that actually just came to my mind is does that program, like it feels like it's just cheat code of like, you don't actually need any mentor anymore, <laughs> you know, because it's like, well, if I have my body telling me what to do and I can develop the trust into that, basically like a, another channel for intuition to speak to me, um, you don't need mentors anymore. Yeah. Like, so the interesting thing is embodiment work and what I teach, it is all designed so that you won't need to do that work again to learn. You it just broke off. You just broke off. You, it oh. is designed for you not to? Not to need to do it all again. Okay. Not to rehire an embodiment coach out of need or lack because there's a missing piece and it hasn't integrated sustainably into your body. So how I teach everything is designed very so that you do become your own best leader and own guidance system has been awakened and tapped into that you trust. Now, investing in mentors as you go on your journey isn't out of need for them to tell you the answers or for them to be a disguise for your own distrust in yourself or anything like that. Investing in mentors at that point becomes a game of pleasure in itself because you want to be having those conversations with people who are also paving the way in the world. And that investment and that energy investment is an amplifying force for your vision itself. I love that you just brought that up. I just actually got off my call with my own coach and I was sharing with her how there was one time I invested in a really high ticket package of working one-on-one -on -one with a business coach on the basis of a post she poured out of basically fear-based, like telling me all the things, like telling her audience, all the things that they were lacking, all the things that like pain points. And then like really just painting like a horrible picture. And I was like, I, I need to work with her, you know? And actually out of this container that I signed up with her, I obviously learned things. You always learn things, but it wasn't an expansive time. It always felt kind of forced and contracted. And that was especially, exactly, I know that now because I signed from a fear-based basis um, with her rather than when you come from a place of expansion, like not, I need you to succeed. But as you said, I want to have these conversations. I want to be around expanders. I want to have a mentor on my path who keeps me accountable, who shows me how they've done it. Like, all the things why we hire mentors that is the most expansive investment that we can ever ever make yeah I think that's so interesting that you invested and then your body was a, like nope <laughs> like shutting down the closure the contraction yeah and when you learn how to connect to your body it can be a really great cue on how to invest and who to invest with because if someone is going about it very fear-based, a part of your body is that. So listen to the little subtle like pullback you have in your system and lean more into the mentors who know you're capable, who know that you don't need them, but you want them because life is better that way, right? Playing with people who are doing the same thing. You'll feel a different sensation body when that is 
like not a sticky mentor. I don't know how else to say it other than yeah. this. <laughs> ones, and then there's ones that are yeah. truly free and empowered and empowering you. Um, and your body can sense that your body can sense all of that. And just listening because I have done the same thing as you. And yeah, maybe it's just like, like an initiative to learning different things. But after that one, I learned how to really trust my body because a part of me sensed it, but my younger self thought I needed to do that. And then X, Y, Z will happen from this thing. Um, yeah. So from there, I really learned how to trust myself. That was a really big, expensive uh, lesson learned. <laughs> same for me. Same for me. <laughs> yes. And also like one thing that just came up, it's the same way also when you are not the one investing, but you are the one creating. So most of the time in my business that I've been creating in my business, I honestly came from a place of tension because I had the need to make money, to pay my bills, to sustain the house, the do- like daughter, the everything. So I always came from this place of tension and that is something that I felt in my body. And obviously my, like the consumers of my content perceived it and nobody wants to be in that tense space. That's why, not why we're investing into mentors. We want to be in an expansive space. So one thing that really changed everything for me in my business was to understand, really feel into the body as well. Now when we're talking about it, like I never put it into words like that, but I do that naturally also now. It's like feeling into my body and being like, when I feel tension, I'm not creating anymore. Even though I have the whole to-do list of things I need to do, if there's tension, I would rather take myself on a walk, take myself on a dance, whatever I need to do to get into harmony again. And um, that really just like, sums up in of the conversation that we were having and the other thing that came up was also when you're deciding on collaborations and stuff you know when you're working on visibility and stuff like that I'm like I'm really honing down on that lately on um, having collaborations and there were just people reaching out I was like eh you know, like, uh, it's not, it, it just doesn't feel good. And there was a part of me for sure. that I was like, you need to do it. It's a good thing because there's like visibility and all that. And I was like, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's why it's so vital to tune into your body because you could get the same offer, let's say through two people in your DMS and one person you're just like, Mm-mm, nope. And the next person you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. And for no logical reason, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't need one. Your body can lead you in a way that is trustable in those ways. And you never need to say yes to what doesn't feel good. And you also don't need a reason to say no. Yes, I love that. So if women want to learn more about that, when are you launching your um, program? Let us know that and how they can find you on socials or wherever that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the best way to reach me is through Instagram. That one is at I am Brianna Waddell. And then there's my website as well, BriannaWaddell.com. And then for the programs, mine is Matter Alchemy Mastermind rolling for September right now. And then we have body-based business, which is enrolling also right now happening in June, which is this month. And then I'll have another one kind of launching soon. I don't know when that one's coming yet though. (laughs) 
I love it. I'll definitely put in all the links in the show notes below so you can hop on over to see Brianna dance, Brianna dance and like just unfold and shift your life. So thank you so much for being on here today. I really enjoyed our conversation and we'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much, Kara, for having me. That was really fun. It was. my love that was quite a ride my heart is so full thank you for being with me here today and if you loved what you heard it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot share it to your socials tag me at Chiara Prala and leave me a little review here on the app so that the algorithm can pump us up and more souls can receive this activating message Thank you again for sharing this space with me and I'll see you back here next week.